understated presents LA Underground with Lucan. Girl, I'll house you. Say what? LA Underground. Now give me something to dance to. Dance to. Understated LA. This is only the beginning. Clever the way everything blends together. And my sound's laid down by the underground. LA Underground. Avec Lucan. Lucan. You're listening to the Understated Recordings Podcast, L.A. Underground. Hello and welcome to the 18th edition of LA Underground and the beginning of a new chapter for the show. I have teamed up with what I consider to be the hottest record label in Los Angeles right now, Understated Recordings, and LA Underground is now the official podcast for the record label. There's so many exciting things coming up over the next few months related to this show. And one of the features that we're going to kick off the show with every time is showcasing some hot underground tracks from the label that are forthcoming. We will also be hosting some incredible talent on the show, interviewing them and giving them the platform to give us a hot mix to not just showcase their talents behind the decks, but also give them an opportunity to play a selection of tracks that they might normally not be able to do in a nightclub setting. So like I said, the beginning of the show features tracks that are forthcoming on the label, and this week will be no exception. First up for us is a collab between It's Billy and Monarchy. It's an absolute heater. This is Free Bass.
The background right now is the second track on the EP from It's Billy and Monarchy and it's called About Last Night. I think this is such a hot EP and I think it's going to do really well for the label. Did we do acid last night? Or am I just crazy? So coming up now is the interview that I had with the Edmonton duo, Yaluka. They're such a great couple of lads and uh, we sat down and chewed the fat on where they've come from and where they're going. Enjoy. So I'm really excited today to be sitting here uh, in the studio. They're on the line because they are um, in different parts of the world, but we're really excited to welcome onto the show Yaluka. How you doing, guys? 
Yo, I'm good. Wonderful. Hey, Sam. Um, so it's Dave and Adam, and your last names comprise to make up your artist name, right? Nailed it. <laughs> Dave Luca. Yeah. Adam Johan. Swap them around. Portmanteau. It's a portmanteau. Smash them together. Smash them together. Um, yeah. It's really exciting to have these guys on. If you don't know their music yet, uh, you are behind the eight ball. Uh, they currently have um, a um, an EP out called The Shakes on Hood Politics Records, which is absolutely amazing. Uh, I first came to know them through their track Rising, which was on Understated, who I'm also signed to. Uh, and they also have an incredible uh, remix out right now, which I am banging out everywhere. It's called Bad Behavior, which is a remix of small small town DJs and dances with white girls. And that's out on Fool's Gold. So you guys are obviously super, super busy. Uh, you're also in different parts of the world. Um, uh, how are you managing to keep up all this momentum and uh, what's driving you right now? So Dave, you want to take it? Um, well, Adam was in town with me uh, about a month ago, and we spent a solid few weeks just cranking out tracks together. Um, and it was a great way to kind of get these songs cooking um, to get them started. Uh, I was going to say, a lot of the stuff you're hearing right now, we actually did last year, and we were in this yeah. like big phase of making stuff. We finished probably like six or seven tracks including the remix and then signed it all for early this year so everything that's happening now is actually kind of us happening in like the end of the year and then we've just been trying to maximize that and then right now we're in like another phase of writing tons of new material so we're like kind of all that's happening and it's coming out and feels current but we're actually working on a bunch of new stuff so we're trying to finish like kind of new round of handful of tracks and uh I was just going to say, yeah, like us being separated, we've actually weirdly been able to be together more than normal. Um, like all the stuff that's coming out now, we were not together before. But like Dave said, we had the opportunity to like start a whole bunch of new stuff together. And we just made a point of just instead of worrying about finishing tracks, we're just like start new, start new, start new so that they have like that extra kind of sauce of us being together. So yeah, now we just got to finish them. <laughs> so Adam, you're based in Los Angeles. Um, yeah, which is where we we met. Well, I met both of you at the same time. But Dave, where are you? Uh, uh, I'm in Edmonton, uh, Canada. Cool. And you met in Canada, right? Originally. Yeah. yeah. Adam's originally from. Town. Yeah, Adam's originally from Edmonton as well. So, and how do you feel that um, being from Canada and your environment that you grew up in around there influences um, the the music that you're making now, or does it not? Uh, it definitely has. I mean, the the music festival scene in Canada is has been growing, and it's uh, it's a really good scene that we have here. I feel like it's definitely a huge influence on Adam and I's music, um, and just kind of yeah, it's a yeah. I don't know, Adam, what do you think? Um, <laughs> I was gonna say yeah. I feel like it's it's strange because everything. That we experience i feel like we're we're outside looking in like we're we're trying to like peer into the scenes that we find interesting like in la or in like glasgow of the music that we follow and we're just always kind of like outsiders looking in and we just get to bring like little taste of that to us when we book shows or throw a party um 
And we've been lucky that we've been able to bring a lot of our favorite DJs like through Night Vision, a collective that we're part of. Um, and then also like kind of our, one of our only chances to see international artists and like in a serious way are at festivals like Bass Coast and Shambhala. So yeah, it's like, it's maybe that's helped us kind of, we're always kind of on the, I feel like on the outside looking in and like making our own version of what we, you know, think is cool, but we don't like, for a long time, we didn't have really the context of like, of being part of a kind of international scene, I'd say. So it's like, we definitely, it's definitely different. Like we're, we're coming at it from a totally different angle than maybe someone who's like, you know, from LA or from London or in a scene like New York or Glasgow, where we feel like, at least from our perspective, we're like, wow, it's just so much going on, so much to do. And, and like so many cool artists there and so many cool labels. And we just had to kind of, whatever we wanted to do, we had to just kind of make, and it was just like, therefore it kind of just becomes our own version of it. And there's not really, like anyone else to kind of check it or correct it if it's like maybe not the right thing to be doing say like production wise or what we're, parties or i don't know so i i like it because we i don't know it feels like we get to do things they just feel kind of true to us and definitely inspired by everything else going on but yeah it's i'd say it's you know very much a part of us and then also it's our part of our goal too is to kind of make make put edmonton on the map a little bit for the music we love and and Western Canada in general. So yeah, it's really interesting what you say about um, being outsiders looking in. I often think that just good art comes from being an outsider. And I sometimes think that that is an important element of, of making great art is that you're not in some way fully inside of anything or feeling comfortable in a scene. You kind of dip in and out, you know, artists are always moving around they're always finding ways to express themselves in different places and they're often you know and, and it's a it's a chameleon-like existence so um i wonder how you feel about that outsider element and and you know you mentioned it from a like geographical point of view but is there something bigger than that to it do you think I think, yeah, even being here, now that I'm here, I definitely still have moments of feeling that way. And then when we think about our music, it's kind of this uh, push and pull or like tug of war or struggle with like, now that we've built up much more of a skill set and we're like choosing the things we do versus like just hopefully something okay happens and it doesn't sound like trash, you know? Happy. I mean, I'm still all about happy accidents. I think that's what Dave and I. Are. Nothing wrong with those. <laughs> yeah, great at capturing like, and what when we're together, that's like what we try and just make an environment where that can happen. But yeah, I think we're still kind of in this spot where, you know, we compare what we like come kind of maybe come up with naturally, and then compare that with what we like, and we're like, does that like fit in like to that, or like with this DJ? play it and, or like would this work on this label or should we try and make it more like this and all those questions are kind of running around in your head I feel like and especially when everyone has access to you know really similar software or samples or whatever you think it's definitely easy to conform and that might that's like maybe tempting in a way but then also you want to you know feels weird you want to stand out and Finding the right mix of that, I think, is 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 tough. It's like, especially doing something like house music, which, like, you know, if you're an out, if you're 
not familiar at all, then probably just like it all sounds 75% the same, you know, and you're we're only working with like a quarter <laughs> to make interesting, you know, if you're like, there's a couple givens as part of the formula or something. So yeah, definitely something on my mind a lot. And I know like Dave and I talk about it a lot. It's just like what we sound like and what we want to do. And like, is this Yoluka? Is it not? Or, and I think we've kind of expanded. Maybe Dave can elaborate like on our views of really what Yoluka could be from when we started. I feel like it's definitely always changing. And like, as Sam was saying, it's an environment. The environment is like a huge uh, motivator and it changes the direction of your music quite a bit. Yeah. But, you know, I, th I just feel like it's always changing for us. And we haven't quite found out exactly what our sound is, but we're still always working at it. And I don't know, it's an experience. I'm always happy just continuing what we're doing. Was, what was, was there a plan at the beginning or did, were you just two guys who loved, um, loved the party scene, loved um, playing music and then loved making music? Was there, was there a game plan at the beginning or has it been kind of more organic than that? I mean, you said like you're still evolving, you're still finding a sound. I think that's a pretty typical story. It's constantly evolving, isn't it, by nature? But were you trying to emulate any particular artists at the beginning and you've sort of moved on from there? Or what was what was the sort of germ that you began with as you, Luca? Dave, you want to talk about like a virgin? <laughs> please. Dave, please talk uh, about like a, like a virgin. How? Do, where do I begin? It's I don't know where we even really started with that track. The the whole kind of ideal from that was we like through our night vision collective. We had booked uh, Mikey Lyon to come down to Edmonton and play a show. Uh, and at that show, Adam and I kind of just had a realization of how we were just really excited to start making some house music together. Something sparked that night where we were just super excited to start making tunes together. And um, once, yeah, I don't know, I don't. How did like a version start? I honestly don't even really remember the beginning of this. Uh, yeah, I feel. I mean, I feel like we had already. It was a wacky making, one. Making a bunch of wacky, very wacky stuff together, and like all the early demos that never got put out. You know, like all those weird, like creepy <sighs> things happening in the club, and people talking, and Marcy, and so like we've been just kind of making weird stuff and then yeah i maybe something that night which obviously we it was it's hard exactly to remember what was going on but yeah mikey and fritz were there and it was like like mikey of desert hearts and we just had like a great i feel like a great hang with them and just to see them doing it and to feel like wow like maybe we could really do this thing and you know it was just like a really inspiring show and like two like great really interesting characters to meet i feel like and dave and i i think we're just realizing that we we were the, you know we love everyone in our crew but we we're kind of the only ones at that moment and i really looking to take it full on like we could actually want it as a lifestyle because everyone else is like way smarter than us and they're like dentists or engineers <laughs> so we're like you know we we were down, I think me, and at least on my perspective, I was like realizing that Dave was down to like kind of take it all the way and like see it through. That was awesome because I hadn't found that fully. Um, and yeah, and then just to realizing like it's better to do it together, I think. And just like Dave, at least from for me, like I was like, wow, Dave just has so much sauce. It's like just like a 
just a bottle of fucking weird sauce that I can like, <laughs> use all over. And it's just like, because I'm just like, yeah, I think I'm too stiff by nature. And so our collaboration feels like really, really organic in that way. And then, yeah, like you said, it's just evolved. And now that I'm here, we've, you know, we're taking it. I mean, we've always been taking it pretty seriously, putting in a lot of hours, but now it feels like, wow, with all of these signings happening and everything going on, like, well, we could actually make this work. So let's, you know, let's jump on it. And definitely we're, we're serious. So uh, this show is obviously called LA Underground. And the reason for starting uh, a podcast like this is to enlighten people a little bit more on what the underground is and the role that it represents uh, within the broader electronic scene. Um, how, how is the underground featured in, in your evolution as artists and, and what role does the underground play both here in Los Angeles or where you came from originally? In our hometown in Canada of Edmonton, uh, it's, you know, when we first started about, when we started Night Vision about six years ago, there wasn't really much of a scene for house music at least, or at least in the underground kind of scene. Um, and what we did, I, we just had a big group of friends that were super passionate about the music. There was only a couple small groups that were throwing electronic music shows in Edmonton. Um, and we basically felt like there needed to be more in Edmonton um, to show for it. Like there was, there was more that needed to be happening in Edmonton. Um, so a group of 10 of us, our good close friends, uh, started throwing shows around the city and um, just kind of started growing a community together. Um, and it kind of just sparked and took off from there for us. And we just, it, it needed an underground scene. You don't really have much of that, at least from our hometown. So starting something like that in Edmonton was super special to us. And um, it, it definitely made an impact for for the city because there wasn't too many shows outside of the the classic clubs so we were you know we were doing shows in warehouses and different spaces to, to kind of like feel it out so it was good so i joined in a couple of years in um they'd already been doing it and i had just come back from la from going to school so living here the first time for a year and i was just like whoa who's putting on underground house music in Edmonton. I just like did not expect anyone to be doing it at all. And I was honestly, without that, I don't know where I'd be because for a lot of reasons, as like anyone in Night Vision would tell you. But yeah, it's just like, because this group of crazy people decided to throw really cool shows in a city that just had nothing going on in that context, you know, it's, Edmonton's great, it has stuff going on, but um yeah for me it was like whoa super inspiring and gave me a platform and a direction and something to put my energy into and people to help me grow and just being part of this yeah kind of extended family network of people just like it was my whole life pretty much for like three years um and then that in a lot of ways gave me the tools and kind of developed development and like personal growth and just like being part of that i feel like now jumping into moving to la it's just like i was wondering what that would be like when it was fine but like finding a crew like understated is like oh cool this feels very familiar you know it's like not foreign to me at all it's like feels very much like like my 
group of friends at home and just like, hey, we all love this, let's do it. There just happens to be a lot of people, you know, a lot of groups like that instead of just one, um, but which is awesome because it feels like pretty collaborative here. And I think that's so cool. It just makes everyone's like, you know, just the pie is bigger and the platform is bigger and everyone can kind of get get further. Um, so I, I love that. And I just like love the collaborative nature of it. And I think that's a big kind of, we're just, that's like our default where we feel the most comfortable. It's just like at a event, at a show that's thrown by people like that or just hanging out with people like that. And that's why like, I really love getting to know everyone and understated and just like feel like that's a natural kind of home base for us too, like in LA. Yeah, we had Andrew on the show, um, Andrew Condy, who's um, one of the creators of Understated on the show last week. And obviously I just had an EP that came out on Understated as well. And um, Hot one, a hot EP. Bless, yeah, bless, bless your little hearts. Um, <laughs> also, and, Andrew's um, the best. I just want to say that in case I don't get a chance. <laughs> say that again, what? I love I Andrew. Say, yeah, we love Andrew. Not in yeah, he's so a wonderful much love guy. Andrew. All the guys in Understated are awesome. I 100%. Definitely exactly what Adam was saying. I feel so at home and feels just like a Night Vision Collective when I'm there. So super welcoming group. Yeah, and I think, you know, it's becoming a bit of a, 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 a seeming trope on this show, but we talk about it. It comes up in every interview I do on this on this show, which is the LA Underground has a unique unity to it versus some other cities that we've all experienced. And what Understated are doing, which I think is really special, and we talked about it last week at, at length, is, you know, they're actually operating like a nucleus for the underground right now and pulling in artists from lots of different places. And I think that's a very healthy thing for the scene. And it's really exciting and it encourages collaborations and it encourages goodwill too which i think is crucial to the longevity of the underground too definitely. yeah definitely agree 100 percent. um so what's next for you guys and i am curious about your producing um process um so you know what what happens what's happening next for you lot so uh, this round of tracks that we're working on, um, we actually got to start together, which is awesome. And then now what we're going to do is bounce them back and forth a few times and then finish them off. And But a lot of the tracks you've heard um, coming out now, I feel like a lot of those are started by Dave, except Bad Behavior that was started by me, but <laughs> everything else I feel like was started by Dave. And then he just like was an idea machine in the fall. Uh, he probably should have been studying for school, but he was cranking out bangers. So he would send them to me and I'd be like, oh, yes. And then we bounce them back a few times and then finish them off. Brilliant. And uh, and that's like that's been good. And as far as like our actual process, I don't know if that's interesting, but we usually try to use a lot of hardware synths and effects and record things and just like janky, weird stuff. and. Um, kick up a bunch of dirt uh, and just like try and get things going um, and then then we feel we, when we have a lot of kind of nutty interesting stuff going on then we like to just edit that edit that edit that edit that reuse it resample it and like keep digging in um, and I think it's it's always a risk like 
what Dave can tell you, it's like it's not always going to work out the way we do it because like we're kind of just trying to get something unusual or just like trying to get something you know it's just like yeah a lot of our best a lot of our best sounds and uh most original sounds i feel like come from the unique recordings that we do and the things that we run it through um yeah i feel like those are always that's always kind of the best way that our tracks work out um is when we we kind of just get creative in the studio together um instead of kind of just getting stuck in the box we like to Try and try and take it out of the box and yeah, get unique and record things and, and play with them. So, well, the first think, the first stop is always to excite yourself, right? And I think if you're getting excited, then yeah, there's a very good you, chance that other people will too. Yeah, you got to keep it fun in the studio for sure, and especially with two people. Like, I think I couldn't imagine trying to make music with two people and not have like some gear, some toys to play with because it would just be like it's too much. And that's where a lot of the it's kind of useful to have two people because you can actually do kind of more ambitious stuff in the studio, laying down ideas. And yeah, I think we usually have like a moment where like we know like, oh, we stumbled upon the thing and now we can jump on it. Like, but until then it might take 10 minutes, might take like an hour, but we're just like throwing, thin, throwing things out there. Um, and then, yeah, then we're going to finish them off and then hopefully some cool labels want to sign them <laughs> and then and then onward and upward, I guess. And what's the other part of your life? So, you know, there's 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 never just one thing that we're all doing. So you're you're producing, obviously, and you're out touring, DJing. Um, what else is going on? For me, I actually just in April finished my business degree. Um, so I've been kind of a full thank you. Uh, been a kind of a full time student the last while, but you know uh keeping it keeping it pretty busy we as as adam i don't know if you mentioned earlier we have a music studio in edmonton uh and i teach uh dj lessons there as like a part-time kind of gig um but since i graduated i'm actually doing a full-time job working at my dad's company so um keeping busy for sure but music is always going to be a passion and i'm always going to be in the studio every evening kind of hashing it out when i have the time and then hopefully it'll make you too busy to do anything else, right? Yeah, exactly. And hopefully I'll be able to just quit everything and follow music. <laughs> that right. would be the ideal idea. And Adam, you're, you're educating as well, aren't you? Yeah, so uh, kind of the reason I'm down here is was to um, help start IO Music Academy in Hollywood. So we do a uh, 12-month music production program in Ableton, and I developed the curriculum alongside some awesome people and our co-founder, president, Andy Caldwell, and Lauren and Kevin, our other instructors. And it's like, it's a really great vibe there. And we just, we between all of us and all the people we brought in, make a really cool space. And I love being there all day. And I just like usually handle general operations, curriculum development, um, the marketing and like mentoring and teaching. And it's like, yeah, it's a lot. It's really full on um, and like more responsibility than I've ever had. But it's uh, it's the best. Um, it's, it's a really cool space. I just like I feel lucky to be part of it. And it's yeah, like Andy gave me the opportunity, presented it of like come down to L.A you know, um, work work on this project with me and like, I want to start this school. It's like, hell yeah, I want to go. So yeah, and then it's just evolved so much from there, like beyond anything I could have ever thought of. So I have a great, what I call a great day job, which is really at nighttime because all our classes are at nighttime and I start at two o'clock, but it's a, great, <laughs> it's a great day job. 
Well, it's been an absolute pleasure having uh, you guys on the show. I feel like I've managed to get you on a real kind of, you know, a stage before it, it ev gathers even more momentum. So I feel really lucky to have had you guys on. I think you've got a massive future ahead of you, just purely based on the kind of people you are and also the kind of music you're making. I think it's really, really exciting. I think it's only good things coming your way. So thank you for uh, gracing the LA Underground studio. I can't wait to get in the studio with you boys. And coming up right after this interview is an outstanding hot mix from these guys. Uh, I can't wait for you to hear it. It's an absolute heater. And thank you. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll Thanks for having us. Soon. Yeah, thanks for all the kind words, vote of confidence, you know. So that's that's huge. Flattered. Love yeah, it. Super appreciate it. All right, guys. Take care. All right. Bye, Sam. Have a good you. one.
uma coisa de... Difícil. Toma, Matheus!
wraps us up for this edition of Understated Presents LA Underground with me, Rukin. You can find out about everything that's going on with this podcast via the Understated LA handles on social media and also my own, at Samuel Rukin or at Rukin Official. On the next edition, we have an interview with up-and-coming DJ and producer Somi. It's a really cool show and that is up right now alongside this one. Please go to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review. We will be most grateful and it really helps with our positioning. So thanks again for being a listener. Till next time, see ya. See ya.